Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. on the fan 877-337-6666 so the Aaron Rodgers news is front and center the no news with Aaron Rodgers is front and center as we wait a decision on him couple things on this WBC did you guys hear the quotes from Brandon Nemo talking about the WBC I think it was over the weekend where and by the way it was good to see Nemo back in action for the Mets on Sunday he was in the lineup and Nemo was talking about how His priority is getting healthy and ready to play for the Mets to go win a World Series. That is his goal. Now, that is exactly what I've been talking about for years in regards to the WBC, where you have so many players who don't make their job, and it is their job to play for the teams that are paying them, They don't make their job the priority. They want to go represent their country and play in the WBC. Now, to each his own, and they're allowed to do whatever they want, assuming that the team lets them go do it. But I have a problem with that. And I loved what Brandon Nimmo had to say on it. Now, the negative would be that what Nimmo said could be taken poorly by some of his teammates who went to the WBC. If I'm Francisco Lindor and I see those comments from Brandon Nimmo, I say, hey, Brandon, what are you what are you saying? I don't care about the Mets. I don't want to win a World Series just because I wanted to go play for Team PR. So I don't think Nimmo's intention was to upset teammates, fellow teammates, but it is definitely a slight at the players who prioritize playing in the WBC. He didn't mean it like that, but there's no question it could. And I wonder if that causes any kind of issue because you know those quotes are going to get played for the guys that left for the WBC. Scherzer himself said, you know, Scherzer obviously not participating in the WBC. He threw yesterday, I believe, in a spring game or just in in a backfield because he wanted to have Tyler McGill pitch in in the A game. So Scherzer was talking about it, the WBC. He said he thinks that it should be played at the All-Star break or midseason because it could then have more pitchers involved because 
he would feel like their arms would be ready to go right out of the gate like this. He doesn't think his arm would be ready to go for, um, what, what was the word? Playoff type? He called it a quasi-playoff yeah, game. Yeah, a quasi-playoff game. And that's the type of atmosphere that the WBC brings. So there are a couple issues here. One, having Nimmo and players like him prioritize wanting to be with their team as opposed to the WBC. Two, when is a good time for the WBC? Scherzer talking about, well, pitchers, we want more pitchers to participate, do it midseason so we're ready to go. Three, the idea that the WBC, which is a an exhibition tournament, is treated in a, to use Scherzer's words, quasi-playoff quasi type atmosphere or treated like a quasi-playoff game. That is a big problem for Major League Baseball when in two weeks we are going to see players, the same players that right now are playing very passionately, playing very hard, playing like it's a playoff game. We are going to see these same players treat April baseball like it's a spring training game. Now, you tell me how that's good. And I'm not knocking the WBC. I actually like the tournament. I haven't had time to get into it. I have not made it a priority at all. If it's on, I'll watch a little bit of it. I'll follow some of what's going on. Some of these games have been blowouts. are tough to watch. But I don't mind the idea of the tournament. I don't know. I haven't given it enough thought about when I would want the tournament to take place. When's a good time for it? You know, the all-star break, is that a good time? Maybe baseball would be better having a, you know, an all-star game where they could have representatives from the countries. I don't know. We don't want to get into that again like we have with the NHL. But I don't know. Maybe there's a way to do it in a three-part all-star break and then you take an extra week off. In this. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe there's a better way to do it. But I don't mind the tournament itself. Matter of fact, I'd prefer it, regardless of when it's played, with players that aren't in the big leagues. Whether that is minor league players, whether it is guys like Matt Harvey, you know, washed up big leaguers, or guys that are trying to get back to the big leagues. I'm fine with all that. I don't want major leaguers participating in it. It's not right. It's not right if you're making millions of dollars from a team that you're going to leave to go passionately play in an exhibition tournament. If I'm Steve Cohen or if I'm the Steinbrenners and I see Glaber Torres or Lindor, whoever it may be, playing harder in March for the WBC than I do in April for the Mets or Yankees, respectively, I have a problem with that. That's a bad look for the game that there's going to be a letdown. And you could say, well, it's only a a short tournament. It's not 162. In April, you can't go, yeah, you're right. You can't play that hard, that nuts, every single day. I get it. Not every game's got to be do or die and pedal to the metal, all out. But if we're investing our time and our money into watching these games, Wouldn't you want to see the players play as hard as they do for the WBC? And why would the WBC mean more? It would be the equivalent of me going to do a podcast. I'm getting paid to do a job here, but then I go do a podcast that I'm allowed to do from the fan, and I'm 
more energetic, more passionate about that podcast than I am this show. How would that work out? It wouldn't. You think that would fly? It shouldn't. Yeah, you know what? But I really want to go do this podcast that I'm not getting paid for because it allows me to talk about something else. Like, you got to treat everything the same. If anything, value your job more. It's cool for the players, I'm sure, to get to play with their fellow countrymen. It's cool to represent their country. And who knows? Who could even keep up? Like, I, I, you know, Matt Harvey's not from Italy, last I checked. So what exactly is the tie-in there? And it's not, he's just the one or one of the guys that I know. It's not him that's alone in that. But I just have a, a hard time. I lo- Man, I loved Brandon Nimmo's comments. Loved him. I'm sure the other players might not love him, but I loved him. And I have a hard time watching these guys go all out for exhibition games in March. When the games that count come April, I guarantee you they won't be playing as hard. And guess what? I'm going to call them out for it. Linda's calling from Forest Hills. Good morning, Linda. Hi, Phil. How you doing? How are you, Linda? Good, good. Um, I just want to echo your sentiments about uh, Brandon Mills' comments and mm. WBC. Um, to me, those comments were captain-worthy comments because he knows where his priorities lie. You know, his priorities lie to the team first mm-hmm. and who signs his paychecks. Now, I also... Right, the, but could you guy, perceive that as a shot for those like Alonzo or Lindor who went, and, and obviously there's plenty more, McNeil, all these guys for the Mets who left to the BC, WBC? I, I, I don't... I don't... I don't blame the guys that went to play for the WC, WBC. My problem will be, as you said, if they don't play with the same fervor that they do for this tournament in April, and more so, will this somehow affect them come October? You know, heaven forbid they're they're just burned out or whatever, because baseball, mm-hmm. is, a, as we know, is a grind. But this team in particular, the Mets, have World Series aspirations. And if any player that went to WBC will somehow use that as an excuse of like, oh, I, I'm just, I'm tired or whatever. I'm not going to be a happy fan hearing that. So I'm happy that. Yeah, that's Brandon... a great point, Linda. That is a great point. That member mm-hmm. last year, they themselves, Lindor, I believe, was one of the first to say it was that when they were going in that little bit of a funk in September, was that, was that they were tired. Exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, I I also saw a quote from Lindor about um, this season saying, oh, you know, we're not, this is not a, a situation of we're getting to know each other now. We're going for the World Series now. Well, if you are, and if you really believe your words that you said that, I don't want to hear any excuses. No excuses. And I don't think that they will. And I know that we're making a big deal out of this, Linda. And thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking in. I don't want to make too big a deal about this, but it is, I do have an issue with it. A little bit of an issue with it. Now, come opening day, I'll forget about it. We'll move on. But for now, Nimmo's comments I thought were great, and I wish that every player would feel that same way. And Nimmo was saying, oh, you know, I'd rather play for the Mets 
Basically, he didn't say it flat out, but he was saying I'd rather play for the Mets than play for the country. And if that makes me a bad guy, then so be it. And I was like, bad guy, you're my hero. Brandon, I love you. But I get what he's saying. Obviously, he wants to prefer playing for the Mets in this particular case. It doesn't mean that he's not a great American. Same with me as a fan. I want to root for the Mets. I grew up watching Major League Baseball and caring about the Mets and the Yankees one way or another. Major, I'm a fan of baseball. Yes, I love baseball, but I'm a fan of Major League Baseball. I care about that more than I do about the WBC. That's just me. Actually, I'm sorry, it's not just me. It's me and Nims. Sean is calling from Rockland County. What's up, Sean? Hey, how you doing, boys? How are you, Sean? So, my, my, my thing is that if you played for your country and you played for, like, your national team, it's a huge honor coming from, a, like, a really small place and everything else. You encourage everybody else to play for you. Oh, uh, you know, I don't, like, I don't know what that means. What do you mean you encourage everybody else to play so, for you? What do you? So if you come from a really, really small village in a small place, mm-hmm. and you, you, you come out of that, you go to play in Major League Baseball and everything else. For me, it was soccer and, you know, boxing and stuff like that there. Like, the amount of kids that you promote in that, like, little small place that you come from. Right, but can't you like, do that so playing you, in the Major Leagues? No, 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 no. But it, it, it's like about pride in your place. And pride in your country, and pride in where you come from. Right, right. But if you make it to the major leagues, you represent where whatever country you came from at the highest level, playing in the major leagues. I, I, to- I, I, I totally understand that. I totally understand what you're saying. But if this place is a very, very small place, like you know, like the Dominican Republic or, or Ireland or mm-hmm. you know Puerto Rico or whatever it was, then these kids are seeing like. This dream can be followed, you know? Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know, I get saying, that. Like, oh, all right, I get that, but th- you're saying that that's going to be the WBC? I mean, I, I just, uh, I'm not, I'm not understanding. Every country but, is, or, or whatever, is people, partaking in the WBC. People, like, there, there, there's people that getting a chance in the WBC that are never going to get a chance, like, anywhere else. because of Good, the and, and that's, and, and those are people that should be participating in the WBC, not so, major leaguers. I, I agree. Yeah, okay, so then we agree. But they, they, those guys have already made their money. You know what I mean? Like they, they've already got their money done, done and everything else. But these kids are like looking at people like that are from completely different countries and everything else, and they're going like, "Well, if this guy can make it, I can make it." I know. I'm a diehard. I, I'm a diehard Mets fan. Right, but they can look fan. at that. They can look at it through the. Through Major League Baseball and say the same thing. You don't need the WBC to do what you're saying. But if you, but if what you just said to me was like, you know, as, as a Irish American that came to this country, and you're going like, well, Brandon Nemo said, well, I don't need to play in that. Whatever it was, like, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are Irish Americans now. They're playing baseball. They're playing like you know all all American sports, like. No, you're not not understanding what I'm saying, Sean, and thank you for the call. I understand what you're saying. You're not understanding what I'm saying. Let's just say, I don't even know what Nemo is. I really don't care. Let's just say he's Irish. Are you saying that, oh, my kids are Irish and they like to watch Brandon Nemo playing for the Ireland team so then they could feel like they can one day do that too? And I'm saying that all they have to do is look at what Brandon Nemo is doing with the Mets. The major leagues is the highest level. If you have made it to the majors... 
You are representing whatever your heritage is, whatever your country is, at the highest level. You may not be playing technically for Team PR or Team Ireland or Italy or whatever team you want to throw out there. You're playing as a big leaguer from wherever you're from. You're still giving those kids hope. If I'm a kid who was from Italy and came to America and saw uh, an Italian baseball player make it, I'd be like, oh, wow, look at that. He's an Italian baseball player. Maybe I could do that too. I mean, I've never really been big into that, but that's the same thing. Like, I wouldn't just look at Team Italy. And by the way, then if you want the WBC to bring in different fans or give people an opportunity, that's what it's great for, to give other players who can't make the majors an opportunity to play on a bigger stage in the World Baseball Classic. I never liked the event. I've never been into it. I don't have a rooting interest. I don't like that it takes away from the major league team, their actual jobs. I, I It bothers me that they play. Some of the players play more passionately in the WBC than they do for their actual teams that I grew up rooting for. So that bothers me. Now, that being said, it's not a bad event. I think there's something there. I just don't know if I love the timing of it, and I don't love the the way that it's run as far as the participants in it. Maybe it'd be better if it were, you know, why don't they do it where they have winter ball, where nothing's going on, and you have, you know, guys playing hard in winter ball, and we all, oh, yeah, well, Ronnie Mariso hit the three homers this week in winter ball. Well, why not, why not have a tournament then and have players like that with prospects playing in it? Or, like I said, former major leaguers. That, to me, is the better formula. And if they put it on at a decent time where there's not much to compete against, then maybe it'll be better. At least for me. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Not only are we waiting on uh, Aaron Rodgers to make a decision, also waiting to see what the Mets do or announce with Jose Quintana. Obviously, one's way more important than the other. Uh, I mean, look, the whole sports world is waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Just the Mets fans are waiting on Jose Quintana. There was a report from the Post that was premature saying Quintana's going to be out three months. That's still a possibility, but the Mets are just weighing all options to find out what is the best course of action with Quintana, but he's not going to be in the rotation, certainly not to start the year, and probably not for a while. And this was a guy that was brought in to be a guy who was going to eat innings at the back end of that rotation. Forget about what his ERA was last year, under three between the Cardinals and the Pirates. He was a guy that was supposed to give you 200 innings, a, a guy that could do exactly the opposite of what he's doing now. Not his fault. I mean, injuries happen. But for him, it was supposed to be, hey, you know what? This guy, at least consistently, he'll give you 175. He'll give you 200 innings. In the back end of that rotation, you should be good to go. Maybe he'll pitch to a four ERA. But he's reliable. He's durable. Naturally, he gets hurt. Good news is for the Mets, they have Tyler McGill, David Peterson, waiting in the wings to be able to step up and fill that void. But, man, it is just something where... The Mets have been banged up here. A little question with Kodai Senga, who had some tendonitis in his finger. 
He should be fine. Marte gets hit in the head over the weekend. He should be fine. Yankees, we know about who they're losing in that rotation with Rodon uh, as he's, you know, he's going to be out a while. Uh, Cortez still maybe nursing that hamstring along a little bit. And the Yanks dealing with injuries in that rotation. Montas is useless anyway, but Yanks dealing with injuries in the rotation. Harrison Bader going to be on the IL to start the year. Uh, um, the back is barking for Anthony Rizzo. Says it's not a major concern, but still a concern. I mean, remember, we're about two weeks from opening day now. It still doesn't feel real. The buildup to opening day, man, because it's such a difference from now or the last couple of months, right? Really from January on. Because October still, you, you get the World Series and the playoffs and all that stuff. November, you start then changing into real football, you know, into football. You got the baseball offseason, of course, you know, where in the beginning, the free agency, it's it's a lot of excitement there, but you kind of transition to football, you have the holidays, whatever. Then once January hits, things slow down with the baseball offseason. Things start to slow down a little bit with football before the playoffs. And it's I don't know, there's there's no it's just the NFL. That's basically it. I know a little hockey, a little basketball. We're not there yet with that stuff at that point in January. And it just feels thin. February, obviously, even more thin at the end of the NFL season. And then from that time, from February, to you, you wait for pitches and catchers. You wait for spring training. From that time till opening day, it just feels weird because it feels a lot closer than it is. But then you're going through it every day and really nothing's happening. And then boom. Opening day, and now you're locked in with something happening every single night for the better part of you know six plus months. So that's why these next two weeks, it's like, oh my god, you're almost there. We're almost there. Just get us there. And then once it happens, we're going to be in it. But it feels like it's not ready to start. We it still feels like we're so far away from it, but we're not. And both these teams dealing with some injuries already. 877-337-6666. And uh, Andre is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Andre? Hey, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Dre? I'm pretty good in yourself. What's up? Yeah, not bad, man. I'm all right. What's going on? Hey, let me ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. The Florida Marlins, they just signed uh, that guy for the Houston Astros, or Euro, Gorio, whatever, the first baseman dude. Who did? Baltimore? No, 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 no. Florida Marlins signed the... Oh, Florida. He was for the Houston Astros. Yeah, he was for the Houston Astros. He's a free agent, and I think Florida signed him to a contract with him. He plays first base, but he was a free agent from from the Astros. You know that guy? Uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about. You talking about Gurriel? I thought he did. He sign yeah, there? Him, him, you're, him, yeah, him, he just him. signed. He just signed with Florida. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think so. a minor league deal with the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why wouldn't the Yankees have brought him in? Like not for protection of Rizzo, but you see, I don't think Rizzo's playing 150 games this year. If we can get like. 125 good productive games out of him, I think that would be good. And then he could have served as that bat into uh, the young kid uh, that's hitting all the home runs in spring training until they let him come up, I guess, to play DH or outfield or something, though, you know? Yeah, what do you I would, think about that? Nah, I think the Yankees – remember, the Yankees are loaded in the infield. They could move DJ LeMayhew to first if something's wrong. Oh, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so okay, they got I, saying, I, I wouldn't worry about Yuri Gurriel, uh, Yuli Gurriel at this point. I mean, signing a minor league deal with the Marlins, a team that, okay, you know, cool, cool. You know, doesn't well, have, well, I, well, yeah. You know, it's just the bat I'm concerned about. And you're going to spring training, so you're going to go to the Yankees anime? 
I am not going to see the Yankees because Tampa is too much of a drive from where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Port St. Lucie for only three days. So I think it's a few hours oh, okay. across across the state, right? Yeah, it's on the other side. Kind of. If they were, if it were, yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to uh, rent a car or not. I still haven't figured that out. Matter of fact, i got to figure out how to get to, because I'm doing the morning show here Friday. Thursday, Friday, I'm filling in for Boomer and Geo with Jerry. Then I'm leaving oh, okay. here Friday right to the airport to go down to Port St. Lucie. I'm doing a show from Port St. Lucie for SNY at 530. Then I'm going to go to the game and then hang out with Terry Collins or whatever, have some fun. And I'm going to go to the game oh, Sunday. Well, get, to, hey, listen, man, get to rent a car, please. Don't don't fool yourself, man. I'm telling you. Get the rid of car. <laughs> Why? You, you highly recommend it? Yeah, I highly recommend get the rid of car. A budget or enterprise got really good rates. Get the rid of car. Because if you don't, you're going to be sorry. Because the Uber system down there sucks. Oh. You know, uh, maybe they'll come. Maybe they won't come. The cabs are going to bleed you dry unless somebody's going to pick up your... Yeah, get the rent a car, man. All right, yeah, maybe, yeah, but then the problem is it takes too much time. Anyway, so let's say I do get the rent a car. What am I looking at to make that drive to go see if the Yankees play on Saturday? Because that would be fun to go check out the Yankees as well for a day. Uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe it's a three-hour drive. Maybe it's like going from New York to Albany, I believe. Yeah. See Something now, like that, now let me ask you, Dre. If you're me, right? And I really don't. I haven't had yeah. a vacation on my own in forever. I mean, I, I went out to Aruba, but that was uh-huh. with the wife and kid. This is going to be just me. This is solo Sal. Uh-huh. This is old school. So if you're me, after Friday night going to the game, and I'm going to go to the Met game Sunday, if you're me, do you take Saturday and A, sit by the pool and enjoy the sun, maybe go get something to eat, relax, B, drive across the state to go see a Yankee game, and then drive back another three hours? I, you know, I would tell you like this, man. Go for the Yankee game, oh. man. Yeah, go for the Yankee game, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you're a baseball lover, Sal. Uh, I am a baseball lover. That is true. I am a baseball lover, but I'm, and thank you for the call, Dre. But I also am a uh, a pool lover. Baseball lover, but I love the sun, love the pool. Yankees, by the way, are not home. Where are they playing? They're playing, I don't even know how the hell to read this spring training schedule. They're at Toronto, but I don't know where that game is taking place. doesn't even say where the game is. I the Blue Jays up. play in Dunedin, so if it's at their normal home. Okay, so where is that, Fleegs? Have you been there before? I have not, but that's also Western Florida. Have you? Do- oh, so, yeah, right. It's going to be near the Yankees. So you're talking about, what, three hours across from Port St. Lucie to Dunedin? Yeah, north or south. It's taking you three hours at least to get across the state. North or south taking me three hours. So it's a three-hour ride there, three-hour ride back. Probably Minimal. not going to happen. And what about the Mets are playing the Astros? That's in Jupiter? That's West Palm. So that's an hour? Yeah. So that one I might be able to do, but I don't want to. I don't need to go to three games. Don't you think two games in three days is more Absolutely. than enough? Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm Listen, going. I went to spring training last week. I loved it. By the sixth, seventh inning, you're like, yeah, I'm out right. of there. I'm. I'm going to TC's house. I mean, I'm already, I already know what I'm doing. I just don't know when exactly it's going to take place. I'm doing the hit for SNY there. I want to go to the ballpark Sunday. I definitely want to go early. I my main goal for going down to Port St. Lucie. I'm telling you this, and I wish I had somebody to record it. I'm probably not going to be able to do it on my own. But I want to wish Buck a Merry Buckmas. <laughs> well, you got to get there early when, like, they're working out on the right. backfields and everything. I'm going to do it, dude. I don't give a crap. I'm going to walk right in there. You can't Mary get Terry Buckmas. to introduce you to Buck? He might be able to. I don't know if he's going to go to the game. John Harper's going to be down there, too. It depends what time I get there Friday. No, I'm going to have some people. I want, yeah, I want to get introduced Someone to Someone there has to be able to do it. Early enough in the day when they're just working out, there's a small number of fans there, or maybe well after the game when they're done and wrapping up on it, when he's on his way. You know, you could just 
stalk the parking lot and wait that way. No, I'm going to go in there with, uh, you know, I got my credential. I'm going to go in there like a professional. I just hope I don't shrivel up like I did when I saw Steve Cohen and Alex Cohen in the owner's box at the Islander game. Like, I just, it's not that I get embarrassed. I just don't want to bother them. Drive to West Palm. By the way, it's only 45 minutes to get from Port St. Lucie to West Palm. Right. That's and what do I'm what flying I into. Buy a ticket right behind the Mets dugout when they're visiting somebody else. And get to buck that way. Yeah, you get no. first row behind the bu- uh, the no. dugout. I he'll want, hear you. I want like a, a professional. Hey, this is Sal from SNY in the fan meeting, and I, I mean, I'm hoping he might have. You a, don't some think kind he'll clue. shrivel up? But if he made a comment or like just an offhand joke about, oh, you're the guy that jinxed us. Yeah, you know it's coming. What, what do you do? Do you? Well, there's really, no way you're saying anything after that, right? What I really you might wanna, cry. <laughs> well, and re- listen, understandably. You know what I would like to have done? I wish I had, again. I wish I just had one other person going with me there with a credential because what I would have liked to have done is ask some of the players jokingly, like you know how uh, Letterman would send um, uh, Biff Henderson out or uh, Kimmel sends. Uh, Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo, where he sends him out. I would like to do that with some of the players about the NLE. Like, hey, do you believe in a jinx? Uh, well, yeah. SNY should have set that up. You know, it, it is not being set up. I uh, mean, we joked yesterday, CeeLo and I joked that we were trying to figure out who was doing play by play for the Mets on SNY. One of the games, because we know Sean Grande did one of them, the Celtics play by play voice. And, I think they, but Kevin Keith, Frazier or something. Because well, we heard Keith call him Kevin, and we were saying, who is Kevin? I don't yeah. know who, who that is. But we were joking that. SNY should say, I mean, it's spring training. Send you down there for a game. Oh, yeah, right. That Believe me, that's the last thing uh, that they would want. I think actually the You want to get people to tune into spring training? I'll watch. <laughs> I mean, we also were joking about JJ. Like, put JJ in the right. booth with Keith or, like, JJ and Keith. All right. Just, you know, wind uh, the timer on that. Yeah, I mean, look, it would be great, no question. Gary Apple's going to be doing those games next week with Todd Zeal. So I'm hoping to see And Gary's good at play by play. We don't, you yeah. know, we don't need that. That's not. Yeah, they, you know, they, I need, if I'm going to watch spring training, I need something that can you know, turn into no, a they, viral internet clip. They want real, well, look, that's a totally different story. Right now, those booths are still respected. Maybe one day it goes the way of the loudmouth buffoons like JJ and myself. Who knows? But for now, it's uh, those respected booths. Hey, look, if I could work my way in there, I mean, Merry Buckmas. That's all I want to do is just meet Buck. Just the way you, again, it could be funny. You, you know, he comes out to the mat to make a pitching change. Just look at the confidence with which Buck is walking to the mound right now. I would just like to get, I'd settle for getting interviewed by uh, Steve Gelbs or Michelle Margot, whoever's down there doing those games. I mean. Well, you know, Michelle, you can make that happen. Well, I don't know if she's going to be there or not. And no, I can't. You have to understand. I mean, yeah, if it were up to her, uh, potentially, but if it were up to the Mets production team, like those guys who run the TV crew, like they don't even know who I am. Listen, it's, it's totally and I, well, they also they had the Diaz video last year, so that probably got on some pub. Yeah. Your video last year has to be one of the top five moments in SNY history. The NL so, East is over. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I know. In terms of getting them attention and clicks or in views or whatever, so they should show a little appreciation. Guess. Get get your five minutes with Buck Showalter. Come on, SNY. No, I know. I, I think it's going to. Uh, I, I think I'll be able to go introduce. Yeah, I got the credential through here. As a matter of fact, I'll be able to go say hello to Buck. I'll say hello to whoever I want. I would assume. Go I'm try to get up the. You, you've been there for, uh, before, right, Port St. Lucie? I know. Uh, yes. The, yeah, yeah. Like that little watchtower in the middle of the fields where right. Jeff and Fred Wilpon used to be. Right. 
You got to check out if that's where Steve Cohen now watches everything from. If I would, maybe he remembers you from the Islanders. I hope. Game. I hope he's there. If he's there, I definitely will say something to him. I don't know if he's going to be or not. By the way, last one on this, and we'll take a break and get back to your calls. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Would you recommend renting a car? I know we talked about this. Yes, hundred percent. I have to do it. I've only ever done that down there. I don't. I mean, I guess How you long could, does you it could take? Uber around everywhere, but it's easier to have a car. How long will it take me to get the rent a car off the flight? Get off the flight, 250. How long am I getting? I mean, for me, last week, 10, 15 minutes. That's it to actually get the car? You had it pre booked? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. If you make the reservation right. in advance, one, you're getting a better rate. Right. Two, you can walk up, you know, hi, Salicata, you know, rental car booked for this time. Right. All right. You know, here you go. Go to this spot. No, Here's like, the key, big line. And you're out. No big line or anything like this. One time I waited like an hour in Miami. I mean, that could happen sometimes in Miami. One of the other ways I had to wait like, you know, 15, 20 minutes on a longer line. But, you know, again, make the reservation in advance and you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This happened. You talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots, seventeen to fourteen. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, one hundred one nine FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. is the number of is that's on your mind on this Tuesday morning. Patrick calling from Orange, Connecticut. What's up, Patrick? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Good, Patrick. How are you? Good, good. Just want to say I admire your work and uh, in this New York market, you have a uh, you know kind of a another uh, an outside perspective, to, so you're reasonable. And on that vein, I want to talk about. I meant to ask Fleek to look up some stats. Super Bowl forty-five, I think. Super Bowl thirty. Um, the one, uh, the uh, Rogers and, and McCarthy get credit for one Super Bowl win, right? And um, nobody remembers who came in second except the guy who came in second, which is my Steelers. Yeah, which, I, rem- I remember the Steelers got beat that time. This was two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Um, two thousand ten, right? Two thousand ten uh, season, February eleven Super Bowl. And if we didn't spot. Rodgers and his Packers and McCarthy, their whole first half points, three touchdowns on turnovers and stupidity. Right. Um, you know, we kicked their butt the rest of the way. Um, but so I just want to get that out of the way. And um, I want to thank you for your time. I, want, I just want to say you're like, you're, you're, you're who needs Dr. Phil or, you know, Dr. Ruth. I get all my handyman tips and my <laughs> romantic advice and my relationship. Well, that's the thing. Know. As, as you know, Patrick, we are multifaceted yeah. here on the Salicata Show on the Overnights on the Fan where we don't just talk about sports. And obviously that is the meat and potatoes of what we do here, sports talk. But if you need life advice, whether it is to fix a toilet, whether it is to woo your wife for a romantic weekend, I'm here for you. 
Yeah, so I can tell her that two uh, nice weekend of baseball games with while she co- uh, carries the kid around from yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> right. We'll That's try to we will troubleshoot. We'll try to figure out how to help you succeed in many areas of life, Patrick. If you need help at home trying to watch a ball game while your wife's driving you nuts with the kids, I try to give you my own experiences, and then we learn from that. Yeah. And, you know, don't let that guy from Philly saying that, you know, his ribs are southern. I'm like, you're in Philadelphia. Well, (laughs) yeah, he's going to make St. Louis-style ribs. And thank you for the call, Patrick. St. Louis-style ribs, which I'm not sure what exactly that means. But it sounds good. I did have ribs when I went to St. Louis a couple years back. I mean, when in Rome, right? Although I've never been in Rome. But I love that southern barbecue food. When they're although we didn't go to a Kansas City steakhouse and we're supposed to, we did the ribs at, in St. Louis, and I forget what we did uh, for dinner in Kansas City. Actually, it might have just been uh, the ballpark, Yanks and Royals, way back then when I went. Anyway, we're here for you. Multiple things we discuss on this show. That's why when I say we're taking your calls at 877-337-6666, whatever it is you'd like to discuss, it really means whatever it is you'd like to discuss. Whatever. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. Good morning, Jimmy. Alicata. How are you, buddy? How are you, Jimmy? Good to hear from you. I'm very good. Hey, uh, baby back ribs are the smaller ribs. St. Louis ribs are the bigger ribs. Ah, okay. All right. That's so it's not it's not the them. it's not the lather. It's the bit. It's the size. Let's see. Okay. Hey, uh, how you liking those dolphin moves so far, Sal? So let me ask you something. What are Go they ahead. doing at quarterback here? They got two. All right, but is that going to be it now? So is this, or That's is it, it. Are you not believing in Tom Brady? Do you think that no, they can make a no, run? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you, he don't fit our system. Tua fits that system. That's who I want. I guess, like you asked me last week about Rodgers. If he was available and, and the owner wanted him, then I guess the owner would want him. But, St. Louis you know, style. Hold on, Jimmy, before we get back to the Dolphins. Say I'm reading this now off of Google. I just Googled it real quick. I think this is Wikipedia. St. Louis style barbecue refers to spare ribs associated with the St. Louis area. These are usually grilled rather than slow-cooked over indirect heat with smoke, which is typically associated with the term barbecue in the United States. Um, hmm. Interesting. So I still can't have clarification. Anyway, continue about the Dolphins. Because you've heard, so I, I'm with you, it seems like Tua, but then you've heard the rumors about Brady. Now you have your backup in Mike White. Is Rodgers still in play? No, nah, they wouldn't They went, they went, went out and got Mike White to Tom Brady. was, And that's just talk down there. He ain't coming there, so trust me when I tell you. All right. All the players are in love with Tua. They all, the Tua has that whole team behind him. He's got nothing to worry about. Yeah, I'm not so sure that that's the case. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm waiting the breaking news now that Tom Brady will be announced. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the breaking news that uh, Derrick Henry is going to be signed. Uh, that's who they're they working on, him and Dalvin Cook, either one. Are they both free agents? Uh, no, you have to trade for, uh, trade for uh, uh, Henry. Right, that's what I thought. And what is and, uh, Cook Dalvin do? Cook? They're, they're trying to shed. They're trying to shed uh, salary also. So uh, that would be a trade also. Uh, hold on. Uh, da, 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 I'm just looking at the Vikings NFL rumors. Uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, Dalvin Cook involved in trade talks. So they're not free agents. Uh, nope. Dalvin. No Dalvin yeah, Dalvin Cook and Henry. And then, as you know, Austin Eckler has said he wants to talk to teams potentially about uh, a trade because the car the Chargers could not come to an agreement with Eckler, so he may be available as well. So my point is that we're, you know, we're, we're Buffalo, we're coming at you. It's going to be a, a nice, uh, strong battle this year. I mean, yeah, it will be, it'll be a battle for second behind Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. 
Nah, I think they'll finish a good third. They'll finish ahead of New England. Sal, real quick. Who, uh, the Jets? Those? No, I'm, so I'm yeah. saying the Jets. Yeah, no, you, you, you're right. Miami and the Bills will be battling it out all year long for second place. Oh, no, Sal, come on. You know you know that. After all. Oh, no. Hey, Sal, look at that. Kyrie and, and uh, Durant leave. And now who's the best team out of the three? The, the Nets are stand above Phoenix and Dallas. Told so you. you. I told you, you all along. I'm with you. I'm with you. I told I you that. all along they were better off without Kyrie and KD. And, and KD goes did. down. I mean, KD twists his ankle in a, a layup drill where no one no, even around. I, I told you, I told you the other day, that's, that's karma. Oh, I told Keith. That was karma. His first day, first game in Phoenix, not even the game, wasn't even in the game before it started. That was karma. That was the man above saying, you go, you did a lot of people wrong. So, you know what? Yep. I can't have you play tonight. So that's what happened. That's calm as hell. Nets, yeah, and it's, it's not a coincidence, Jimmy, and thank you for the call. It's not a coincidence that the Nets got better after they traded KD and Kyrie. All you guys talked about was selling your souls to go get the superstar. And now look what happened. Now, they're still not as good as the Knicks. And I understand they may be good, but they don't have the championship potential. But it was never going to happen for these guys. Kyrie is a freaking mess. KD, you know, he's been unlucky. He's built like a string bean, but he's been unlucky. It's disappointing. Pat is calling from Long Island. What's up, Pat? Hey, Sal. How's it going, buddy? How are you, Pat? Excellent. I'm calling about Aaron Rodgers. It just doesn't make any sense to me. He's looking to get another championship. Why wouldn't he want to sign early with the Jets to let them get out the free agency and get some new players in there? It just doesn't make any sense. Um, look, I can't tell you why Aaron Rodgers is waiting to make a decision. All I can tell you that is I don't believe he's doing it purposely to screw with the Jets or the Packers. And I will say that the longer this goes, and I think there's going to be a resolution today. I think Rodgers is going to say, uh, you know, that he's going to be a Jet today. But the longer it goes, I think the worse that is for the Jets. Not, not because of free agency, but because he's maybe getting cold feet. It, well, I just puts a bad taste in people's mouths that are Jets fans. But, like I said, it does hamstring the Jets. I mean, they can't make any moves until they know what he's doing. And, you know, you would think, we all know he's crazy, but at some point you have to say this guy wants to try to go win another championship. Well, what, moves, only to- but what moves would you make that you think they can't make until he decides? Well, I mean, they're definitely going to need to get another receiver in there. I mean, isn't that, you know, and booster the, the offensive line a little bit? We don't want him getting hit. Right, but if they could do that. See, if I'm the Jets, and I don't know the logistics of it, I'm not a salary cap guru, believe it or not. But if I'm the Jets, I'm looking at everything, factoring him in and saying, okay, let's assume Rodgers is here. How, can I go get this player? Can I go get that player? And then I'm operating accordingly. And if they can't do it because they need to wait to see the exact specifications of the contract and the restructuring, then that's a different story. But look, Roger's going to take his time and wait and make the decision when he is comfortable doing it. I don't think he's trying to screw the Jets or, uh, you know, have any, you know, toy with the fan bases. It's just, unfortunately, it's a tough decision. He's going to drag it out here. Now, do you think, can you ever remember in, in, in the NFL where somebody has dragged something out like this? I mean, because really this has been talked about since the Super Bowl's over. So, I mean, you know, the wheels have been in motion since then, and now being dragged out for basically five weeks, six weeks. I mean, you know, we waited for them to come out of the darkness, uh, you know, and even now, now we're two weeks after that, and he's still not. I mean, 
it just really seems odd that he definitely does does not want the Jets. Nah, I mean, I, well, right. It's the only game in town. And maybe that's a tough part of it. And thank you for the call, Pat. Maybe he doesn't want the Jets. Maybe he wants to go back to the Packers. Maybe that's what the holdup is. I don't know. Let's hope that that's not the case. I'm assuming that's not. But it could be. Uh, I, I don't think Rodgers is, you know, here's the problem with Jet fans. And it's not, it's not the problem. The reality of the situation is, you as a Jeff fan wants to feel like you're in control, that the organization is in control, that you are in control of the situation. Unfortunately, you're not. Aaron Rodgers is in control. He holds all the cards. That's the frustrating thing. You know when they made that decision, the Jets, to go all in, they relinquished whatever control they had. Because if they didn't go all in on Rodgers, they could have went out and signed Derek Carr. They could have went out and signed Jimmy Garoppolo. They could have went out and signed one of the quarterbacks that's out there. Once they said Rodgers is our guy, they relinquished all control. That is the frustrating part. As we welcome in Marco Belletti, what do you think is going on here? You think he's coming? What do you think he's? What's the ultimate decision here? I think he eventually does wind up a Jet simply because he has no other options. I think. I think if you sat him down, look, retirement to me is off the board. Agreed. Totally off the board. All right, so and Packers, I, you think? I I think he would rather stay in Green Bay, and he knows he can't because they don't want him. They don't want him. And it's not because I don't think that. Look, I don't. I don't think it's all the drama. I don't think it's all the nonsense. That I'm part of. I'm sure. Gotta be some of that. I'm no? sure they're probably sick of it, but they would be able to stomach it. The problem is you have to do this now if you're the Packers because Jordan loves in year four. You have to know if he's your guy. This is year four for him. This is year four. Why did I think it was year three? Damn. He's, he's gonna. Ha- you got to know. You got to know if you're gonna pick up the option. Right. You got to know if you're gonna have him as your quarterback. You have now. It, it, there's no more time to wait. They need to know if Jordan loves the guy. That's the difference. And right. that's it. That's and, the whole story. And why, if you're them, where and I get you know Aaron Rodgers the better quarterback, but why, if you're them. After seeing what you saw last year and after falling short even in recent years, why are you going to go again with it? Even if Rodgers is a better quarterback, you already know you failed. Like, I don't think the Packers are going to get over the hump magically this year. Well, and then they haven't gotten any better either. I mean, they're they're getting worse. They're not getting better. They're getting worse. And again, look, part of it is, and this is somewhat where Packer fans are, are ridiculously spoiled. They've only had two quarterbacks for 30-odd years. Isn't that unbelievable? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So they have no idea what it's like to fail in this regard. So they saw it with Favre. Giants could be there, too, by the way. Eli and Daniel Jones. 30 years? Well, how many did Eli play? 14? Uh, was it 12? Uh, 14, from 15 04 years? To, 04 to 18. So what is that, 15 years? All right. And then you have Daniel Jones, and uh, you know, this is I, I year five now. I think there's a long way to go. 30 years. No, I know. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, you, you you got people that are 33 years old that have no clue that there was another two uh, any other quarterback besides Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. How many so, organizations can you say in the NFL that like you could name every quarterback in the last 30 years to play for them? I mean, isn't that insane? No chance. No it's chance. And, and again, man, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. the idea that and Favre, they went to the, the NFC title game in his last year. They were ready to move on because they knew they had a figure out what they had with Rodgers. And they knew they weren't going to get over the hump. They knew they were going to get any better. They took a chance. Now, Favre could still play at the time. He proved that when he right. when he led the Vikings to the NFC title game. And to be honest, before his arm fell off, he was good with the Jets when they were 8-3. and three. Right. He could still play. The Packers knew they had to move on. Rodgers can still play. They know they got to move on. 
But I don't know if Rodgers truly wants to leave. Because if he did, he would have made the decision already. He only has one choice. It's the Jets. And he probably, we talk about the Jet fan and us as media members, whatever, not having control. He maybe wishes he had more control. We think I'm sure. the picture's being painted like Rodgers hold all, holds all the cards. He, he, he probably maybe does want to go back there. And they're just like, dude, we're moving on. Like, and that's the thing. So it's either the Jets or retirement. And I'll pose this to you, Sal. Because they're not trading him to the NFC. No. And, and there's nowhere else to go. That's it. There's really nowhere else to go because nobody else was really in on this. Here's the thing. And if you're Rodgers, like, well, you know what? Like Eli did. The hell with it. You know Because Eli could have kept playing. Right. Now, how many years? Maybe one. Maybe he could have looked like Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. Yeah, right, I mean, right. same concept. But Rodgers can't. He doesn't have that choice, in my mind, simply because of this. Can you see Aaron Rodgers standing next to Tom Brady being inducted into the Hall of Fame? There is no oh, way. Oh, they retire the same. There is no way Aaron Rodgers will be upstaged at the Hall of Fame standing next to Tom Brady. Or he's going to be a side note. There is no way. So yeah. there's no chance in my and mind I, that he retires. That's a good Zero. way to look at it. Yeah, because you, you, you're sure you had to look at that. There's no way. He unless knows that. Unless he's banking on Brady coming back at some point. Well, which if Brady announces his return Roger and Rodgers says go. I'm out, then yeah. that makes sense. But can you honestly see the two of them standing up there on the stage together? There's no way. I don't know what their relationship is like, but you would matter. think that two guys with that big of a career, those big egos... They wouldn't want to have that day shit. That's what I'm saying. Brady, I don't think, would want to share with Rodgers. But at the same time, Brady looks around. I got seven titles. I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm Tom Brady. Right. I'm the greatest. And I know that right, standing no on the stage. What, no matter what, I'm going to be the and number one guy. I don't care who you put on this stage with me. I'm the guy. Rodgers knows if he's on that stage with Brady, he's the other guy. I still think he wants to play, though. I, I, I understand your point. I think it's a good point. I still think he wants to play, don't you? I do. But again, I think he wants to play in Green Bay. I think if he had his way, he would finish it out with the Packers. Just because, I mean, 18 years... He, I think he knows one way. It's not like he's dying to get out of there. I don't think. And if he was, I think he'd want to go wherever the hell he wants. See, and if he really doesn't want to be with the Jets, if I'm the Jets, that's a problem to me. Because then he's going to come here, things go wrong, he's going to be miserable, he's going to be regretting, you know, yeah, maybe he, how things went down. I get uh, it. I still got to roll that dice on the Jets. The thing is, and this is where a lot of people keep bringing this up, and I hear it and I understand it. The idea of everybody saying, well, you want, don't you want to get in here early so you can get to know the guys and you can get off on the right foot and you can work together in the offseason? You go to, I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants anything to do with any of that. Well, it's still March, though. I mean, I no, don't think he wants anything to do with any of well, the extra work. Learning a new work. organization. I don't think he cares. I think Aaron Rodgers is like, look, I'll come in. I'll tell you what I want to run. We're going to run it. And you get guys around me, let them figure out how I time my patterns and let them work around me. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't think he's looking to... To put in the time. I don't think that's his way. I don't know if I buy that. We'll see. I mean, we'll see whenever he does make a decision, what he says in the press conference. I, I'm not going to assume or insinuate anything. And there's been a lot of speculation out there about what type of guy he is, this and that. But I think you're you're right about he may not want deep down to come in the Jets. Nothing against the Jets. No. Just, just don't want to leave Green Bay. And if he's being forced out, Oh, that could be a problem. Again, if there was another option, I would say maybe. What other viable option? There isn't option? one, and there hasn't been one. Like, I, I would have listened to the Raiders could have been a viable option. I didn't really buy it, but okay, now it's gone. The Dolphins, I thought, could have been a viable option. I thought that was a good for them. Still think it could be. I don't, I, I think there's there's too many, right? You can't have Tua with that much money and then Mike White with that much money. There's too much right. money wrapped up to the quarterback position, so I feel like they've moved on. 
What other spot in the AFC? You're not going to the Texans. He's not going to a rebuilding situation. No, if Titans. You're re- I mean, if you're rebuilding, why the hell would you want Aaron Rodgers? It makes no sense. No, no, the Jets was it. That's it. So, like, even the Titans is really that. that That's amazing that you're a Hall of Fame quarterback. You you may make yourself available, and you've got one spot. Well, a, a part of it, though, sounds again, you're 39. Yeah. So, you, they, you know, whoever's taking you in knows it's a short-term thing. So, i got to be ready to win now because I, I don't have time to build around you, and you don't have time for me to build around you. So it has to be a situation where I can win, so that was why I would want you. No. How many teams in the AFC look around and go, I can win, and I don't have a quarterback? Nobody. Right. Because it's really, usually not that situation. That's why the Jets are in a rare spot where... Right. There's five, six teams that could win in the AFC. Right. They all got their quarterback. Right. Yeah. Jets are the only one that don't. I just hope he makes the right decision here. Meaning, the Jets. I, I, I forget about for him. I hope he makes the right decision for me. That's really what I want. <laughs> I want Aaron Rodgers to make the right decision for me, for us, for this city. Because one way or another, it will be great to be able to have that content all year. And I, I do, look, I genuinely love Rodgers. He's always been one of my favorite players. Agreed. I want to watch him here with the Jets. Agreed on all this. And like I said, I still think it happens. Now, whether it happens today is a different story. Whether this drags out for another two weeks, that's possible. Rodgers, again. No way. I, Two weeks? Oh, my God. So I honestly don't know with this guy. Because is he doing this, if this goes because on for two he more truly days, doesn't know? Freak the bleep out. Here's the thing. Is he truly saying, I don't know if I want to play? I don't know if I want to play with the Jets? Or is he also enjoying, he loves to have, see people scramble. Is he enjoying watching the Schefters and Rappaports and do the whole thing of nobody knows my inner circle but me? Is part of him where he's got that. Whatever that itch is that he likes to scratch, that he likes to have people scrambling around him that don't know what he wants to do, maybe that's part of what, what, yeah. what's getting him off here, too. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't think that that's – I hope that that's not the case. I don't think that that is. I really do think he's making the decision, do I want to play – I think he wants to play, but do I want to play if it's not going to be in Green Bay? That's – I get it, but didn't they kind of basically sit you down and say, look, Aaron, it's over. I know, but if you don't want to do that – Maybe you're holding out hope for a reunion. Like, if his heart okay. or gut says, I want to be in Green Bay, I want to stay here, and they're saying, yeah, but that's not an option. Now you're screwed because now your number one option, what you really want to do where your heart is, now that's no longer there. Now you got to decide you want to go to a whole brand new organization. And by mm-hmm. the way, not to be disrespectful, but one that's been a losing organization. Like, they yep. are one of the laughing stocks. Yep. In the NFL. Yep. So do you want to go be – you're going from the Green Bay Packers, title 10. Like, you're going from the Packers mm-hmm. to the Jets, almost polar opposites. Do you want to do that or not play football anymore? Again, see, but that that option, I think, is out the window because I don't think he would do that for his ego. I think yeah. he'd rather sit on a sideline well, and hold a clipboard for a year well, to go in the Hall of Fame by himself than to go in with Tom Brady. But again, so if that's the case – what makes you think that in the next day or two he'll be able to resolve that? I, I do. I think, think it takes time to resolve that. Thing. I think he wants to play, and I think he's going to come around wanting to play for the Jets. I really do think that he, he's known that this is going to be his path, and unless he's getting cold feet, I think we'll get a, a decision today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 